it's all intertwined. You know, uh, it starts with a process of the weakening of the Palestinian Authority, uh, a process that stems from different uh, reasons. One reason is the power struggle within Fatah mm-hmm. uh, towards the day post Abbas. Uh, another reason is a growing criticism and uh, discontent of large sectors of Palestinians because of the Palestinian Authority. Um, you know, charges of corruption and lack of governance and this, you know, this efficiency and, and other things that fuel um, lots of anger and sentiment of discontent among the Palestinians. Um, as, as part of that, um, at the same time, Hamas and Islamic Jihad, are, um, their interest is to further fuel uh, instability in the West Bank, particularly in the areas uh, under the rule of the Palestinian Authority, because they're ultimate objective is to basically topple down the Palestinian Authority. It's not the um, objective of uh, maybe creating a Palestinian state? Has that just gone now into the back back burner? Well, look, here is something that we have to remember when we talk about Hamas and Islamic Jihad. In the end of the day, ideologically, neither Hamas nor Islamic Jihad want to see a Palestinian state. They are looking at something much bigger that is an Islamic entity. Mm. As far as they are concerned, Palestinian state is only a milestone uh, towards that objective. Um, and, and of course, it, it calls upon or requires the elimination of the state of Israel. Mm. Um, but first and foremost, they have to actually uh, beat their ideological and political rival, which is the Palestinian Authority, and particularly Fatah, which is the backbone of the Palestinian Authority. So all these things together actually fuel the situation when there is a growing lack of sovereignty and governance uh, of the Palestinian Authority in, in parts of the West Bank. Mm. One of the manifestations of that is the, for example, the um, the fact that the, the Janine, for example, placed the area of the refugee camp in Janine, became openly a um, hub of the Islamic Jihad and basically under its control, um, and basically becomes a place where, as far as Israel is concerned, is, is creating a growing uh, challenge of you know terror uh, attacks and stuff like that. Including, by the way, attempts to create or to duplicate some sort of like rocket right. threat, as we see from Gaza Strip. So to turn that area um, so like in, to, to be like the Gaza Strip, sort of to strike at Israel. Well, from there. yes, in sort of like this is one, and then you know you got uh, you know so this is one manifestation. Another manifestation is appearance of militias such as the um, the, the lion them that that appeared in the city of Nablus and. Uh, which, by the way, is formally not affiliated with any of Palestinian organization, neither Fatah or Hamas or Islamic Jihad. Mm. But just the same, it's uh, also a manifestation of uh, defiance and lack of governance of the Palestinian uh, Palestinian Authority. Um, on top of that, we have a challenge where you know there is a lot of weapon out there in different parts of the West Bank. Um, the Iranians are also in the back uh, stage all the time, trying to further push. And, and fuel more and more instability also in the West Bank. Um, and then you got the um, story of the settlers in the West Bank who actually, in their actions and uh, behavior, are basically fueling further the uh, the whole instability. So you got a situation where all these components combined together um, result in a situation of increasing in, um, you know instability and chaotic situation in the West Bank. Uh, to the point, uh, it it could jeopardize uh, the continuation uh, of the uh, Palestinian Authority and and you know senior people uh, 
It, yeah, se- it seems like, in, in some way, that the IDF is not, uh, not really in control of uh, the situation as others want them to be. For example, well, uh, people IDF are saying that the, ar- the army can't defend the settlers. Well, this is one of the challenges. And on the other hand, the army has to deal, among the many missions that he has, he has to deal also with defending Palestinians in the areas that yes. are under Israel's rule, because settlers are, or some settlers are... Uh, you know, causing violence and 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 so on. So it's it's a it's a it's a complex situation on top of everything that I said before, and in between the IDF is constantly and the Israeli security services and and border patrol and other forces are, are constantly trying to uh, keep on oppressing those terror um, infrastructure, particularly in the area of Jenin. Not only there, but particularly there. And so you got, you know, we saw recently a very frequently uh, operation of uh, Israeli special units operating in those areas, um, resulting many times killing of Palestinians, most of whom are militants, but right. some of them are civilians. And that also fuels in its turn uh, the discontent and the anger and the criticism within the Palestinian Authority. So all in all, you got a set of factors here. That result, this uh, this uh, very turbulent situation that we see today in the West Bank. Let's look at what happened with a uh, few hundred settlers who went into some towns, burned them, burned, uh, set arson to the, some cars and some houses. Uh, the IDF and the Shin Bet and the police put out a statement so condemning this and saying it contradicts every moral and Jewish value, and they called it nationalist terrorism that they have to now divert forces to to prevent this. And, and that's actually going to come back and boomerang, not having enough forces to, to, to provide the protection for the settlers. Um, nationalist terrorism, that's pretty strong. Well, I, w- I would say that the right definition, first and foremost, is terrorists. Mm-hmm. These people are terrorists. Um, um, full stop. I don't know to say necessarily if I use the term national terrorism, because in my perspective, national is not something that's supposed to be necessarily involving extremism. Nationalism can be also something that is very moderate and very pragmatic. I mm-hmm. view myself as a national Zionist, but I'm, I'm pragmatic. I'm not going and burning people's house in the name of so, so, so distorted nationalism. So... Um, they basically, the, the more accurate term they use, and I'm saying it in Hebrew, was not leumi, meaning it's not national, but they use the term leumani, which is like ultra. Right. If you want to try to explain it or to translate it, it's an ultra-nationalist. Hmm. I, I think that the most significant thing to say about those people is very simple. These people are terrorists. Hmm. You know, uh, some they, they say, and I've heard them on the radio saying that, look, this is the Middle East. We operate in different mentality here. We have to show, you know, if you strike at Jews, you know, we can fight back. And, that's, and this is the way it's going to be in the Middle East. Is there, you know, we, uh, can you buy that argument? No. That's nonsense. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you were saying that the, the uh, attacks that these uh, few hundred settlers do is going to boomerang? It's not going to bring more security to them, but it's going to actually draw more attacks against them? I mean, we saw that. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, there was this terrible attack on Hawara a couple of months ago, right. following a terrible attack, terror attack that charged the life of two Israeli brothers. Mm-hmm. And then we saw these terrorists burning down houses and cars in Hawara in this Palestinian village. Did the attacks and hostilities stop after that? No, it did mm-hmm. not. 
This is nonsense. This is um, uh, this is basically these are people that are motivated by blind hatred to other people. They decide that they are the law. By the way, they are also radical in the way they address Israeli um, soldiers in the West Bank. Um, and these are people that are basically guided by a very extreme mindset and codes. Uh, the whole issue of, like, this is the Middle East and this is the language we have to talk, it's, it's basically reflective of their extremism. Um, but they are just selling this, this argument. They are basically extreme people uh, motivated by blind hatred. Uh, by the way, they are also motivated by blind hatred to the state of Israel, mm. if we didn't understand it so far. Um, as far as they are concerned, the state of Israel is only a vessel. It's only a tool to gain to to go to another place. So we have to understand what these people are coming from. What is their what is their mindset and what is their um, ideology? I have to emphasize. I mean, you got almost half a million Israeli citizens citizens living in uh, communities in the West Bank. These are the people that are known in the world by the name of settlers, and they live in communities that are rather known as, as settlements. Right. Most of the settlers in the West Bank are not those people, but we are looking at a hardcore uh, group of couple of hundreds, uh, particularly in the area of the uh, Samaria, central part of the, the West Bank and, and surrounding areas, that are uh, very extreme in every possible uh, in every possible um, aspect. Uh, overwhelmingly, most of the settlers uh, are not doing those things. It's a it's a it's a group within the settlers that is very radical, very extreme. By the way, there are voices within the settlers' leadership who condemn uh, those people. Yes, we we're, we're reporting that today, of course. So. But also, the, there is the, the desire to use maybe administrative detention, which is a sort of a uh, you know British era t- uh, move to try to stop this settler violence. And rightly so. Look, I mean, these people are a disgrace for everything that is Jewish. These people are a disgrace for everything that is human. These people are uh, damaging, harming not only their their neighbors, not only themselves, not only the other uh, settlers' communities who are not involved in such extremism. They are damaging Israel and Israel's strategic interests. Mm -hmm. I mean... You know, uh, in the Arab world, there is a lot of anger and there is a lot of criticism. In the international, over the whole, uh, you know, manifestation of these terror attacks that these extremists are conducting, the the, the United States of America is very clearly expressing anger and discontent with what's going on with that. Yes. The, the EU, the international community, um, in every possible aspect, that phenomenon of those extremists, terrorists that are burning people's assets and they are burning people's houses and they are burning cars and they are attacking anyone who think differently from them. And as I said before, they are also very hostile to Israelis and to the state of Israel. It has to be clear. And these people has to be dealt in an iron fist.